The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's the top story? Alan, what comes as a shock to uh, at least you and I, if not everyone, James Gunn has been hired back by Disney to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I did not see that coming. I didn't see it coming either. We knew they were going to keep using his script, but he did move forward from Disney to write and uh, is scheduled to direct Suicide Squad 2, which will be a soft reboot of the franchise. So yeah, it was a little surprising that Disney took him back a, I don't know what, maybe six months, maybe less than six months after his whole controversy. So when this news broke, what, what was your first initial reaction? Because I had initial reaction on this one. Did you have like something that popped up? Um, it was like, I was shocked. I'm like, I'm surprised Disney took him back. I mean, because when it happened, we talked about how you know, you know what he said was yeah, it was ten years ago, or whatever. But it was really some, really some vile stuff, you know, in regards yeah. to child rape and and pedophilia. And this is Disney, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's you know they they make their bread and butter on children. Yikes! So I, I, yeah, I was a little shocked by it. I was shocked that Disney went back to it. You know, and then I started as I read about it, I was wondering, I'm like. I wonder if they just told him to lay low for like six months and we'll bring you back in six months. I had the same exact thought also. You know, when I when the news news broke, I thought it was something like like what happened with Michael Jordan. He was caught gambling or suspicion of gambling. They told him to play baseball for a couple of years, come back, and we're going to give you three more championships. It was one of those, well, that's weird. Is yeah. that really what happened to Michael Jordan, though? Allegedly. I had no idea the gambling thing was a part of it. Gambling on basketball. I think just, you know, I don't know specifically, but it, it was oh, a weird okay. thing. Yeah, it was a weird thing. I oh. mean, come on. For him to play baseball? What is that? Right. And well, to say, I thought, oh, I always wanted to play baseball? Oh, come on, dude. Yeah. Well, I told him it was because his dad had just died and he was going through some stuff. But okay, that makes more sense, actually. All right. Anyway, let's get back to James Gunn. So he came back on when he got rehired and sent a nice you know, tweet to everybody, you know, like, thank you and all that. Uh, so... Yeah, it, it does sound like Disney was like, do this, this, and this, and six months we'll bring you back if you can do it. If, I think it, you if, it, it. if it blows over and if you can, you know, stay out of trouble or keep your head down, we'll bring you back. And you know, if you want to pursue other opportunities, go ahead. No, I, I think you're a thousand percent correct. I mean, I, I, I yeah. that's exactly what happened. The thing is, because remember, Disney fired Roseanne for stuff she said. Was that Disney? And it's like, well, it's ABC. Oh, Disney okay, said, right. So my thing is, where's the line? Like, what's a, what are you allowed to say? What are you not allowed to say? Mm-hmm. And then other people, because look, everybody has an opinion about this. And you know, a lot of people wanted James Gunn back. Oh, you can't blame him for stuff he said 10 years ago, all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, technically, I believe that. But if you're going to do it for person A, you got to do it for person B. I think because James, James Gunn brings in billions of dollars in movie sales versus Roseanne's Bar's TV show. Maybe. Right. Well, maybe, and, and but then the people that are, are on the side of, you know, he shouldn't be back. We're saying like he's got, I don't know, like known, and this is all conjecture and rumor, but he's got 
friends that are like known pedophiles or things like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. Weird crazy stuff going on there. Yeah. Anyway, but he's back and he's still going to get to make Suicide Squad. And he's actually going to do Guardians 3 after Suicide Squad. So push back a year or two, it seems. But oh, is that that's what's going to happen? He's going to do Suicide Squad first and then jump on. Oh, wow. So that must push back Guardians a couple of years. Well, Guardians is already written because he remember he handed in the script before he got fired. Right. And everybody since I'm assuming the actress has kind of signed on to do other stuff anyway. Yeah. Because I think they, I think technically they should, probably should have been in production by now. Yeah. Everything. Nothing had happened. So. Hmm. Yeah. So it pushes it back, but I don't. I don't know. You know what happens to that? So he's back. I mean, look, I, I like the Guardians movie, so. What's, what do you think the third arc of Guardians is going to be, though? It almost seems like after Volume 2, it really could have ended right there, don't you think? I mean, he found his well, dad. I mean, it all, it all depends on Endgame, if, if we get Gamora back and ah. things like that. Because they teased Adam Warlock, but if Infinity, if Thanos is gone, do you need Adam Warlock? Huh. You know? I think you're right, because I, if I recall, I think all the Guardians cast, they're still under contract for a couple more films. Maybe. At least one. At least. Okay. So at least enough for the third film. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Right. Okay. Well, they're all gone except for Rocket as of Endgame, right? As of the y- beginning of Endgame. Y- you're right. Yeah. They're all dead except for Rocket. So. Yeah. You know, they bring, you know, does do they get Gamora back? Because remember, she died before the snap. So. Hmm. You know, the theory. The theory is they'll reverse the snap. But does that reverse everything that happened in, in Infinity War or just the snap? <laughs> So we'll, see. we'll see we'll see we'll see yeah i mean i'm fine i've and we're gonna talk about this a little bit later down the line today i'm really uh, i'm just in for end game and i'll of course i'll see spidey because of spidey i think after this after end game i'll if, if the marvel property doesn't interest me i'm not gonna go see it yeah they do some kind of long term like the eternals i mean that's gotta be the eternals gonna have to be like a heck of a trailer to get me to go see that like opening weekend you know because I had I read the Eternals and I had no interest in the Eternals. Oh, that's a snoozer of a book. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, when they said Eternals, I actually got this <laughs> uh, sick feeling in my stomach, like, oh, do I have yeah. to? <laughs> and, and even Shang Shang Chi. You know, I'm not a big martial arts kind of guy, so right, right. He doesn't even have superpowers, so we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll see Black Widow definitely. I'll see Spider Man. I'll see. I, I'm talking opening weekend when I said this. I'll see. Guardians, I'll see Black Panther, I'll see um, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, I'm, I don't know about Captain Marvel too. I don't know where I'm at on that yet. But yeah, yeah, I'm ready to dial down my excitement for Marvel films after Endgame. But if who knows if these movies are great and they get my interest back up, good for them. You know, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Because you know, Disney, Disney Plus is going to play a factor in this too. You know, if they're gonna yeah. if they, if they're going to be smart about maybe how they use Disney Plus how it reflects the cinematic universe that might be an interesting concept also yeah yeah, so, yeah we'll see yep okay okay yeah what's our next story warner brothers ceo kevin let's see suhihara steps down amid misconduct allegations so yeah we just talked about james gunn having to step down for something that he did that was naughty and, and now we got a big wig stepping down for uh, things that he was accused of. Uh, this guy here was was really shocking to me because 
he came on board right after Justice League, and, and I believe he came on board to kind of like write the ship. Yeah, he was absolutely there to write the ship. Yeah, and I, I, I remember saying like, wow, this guy's doing something good. You know, not just with the movies, but even with the comic books itself. I was, I was, I mean, he was, it was a point where I was started to lean like, maybe I should start buying DC Comics, you know? Then you hear something like this is, is no bueno. So basically he was a woman he was dating or had a sexual relationship with one of the actress and he was helping her get auditions, I believe. I don't know if he helped her get roles, but it was helping her get auditions. And, you know, what's his name's involved in this? Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner, yeah. Yeah, you know his reputation's taken a hit recently because he's involved in some of that. I think some of that Me Too stuff. Yeah, so it was really that was kind of shocking because they, he just he was another guy that just got hired maybe six months ago. Yeah, it was and he? He, yeah. he was the one steering. It seemed like he was steering the DC universe out of the out of the Zack Snyder universe and just saying, you know, let's make these really good standalone movies. I don't know if anything, uh, you know, because Aquaman was already pretty much done by the time he came on so i don't know if his fingerprints are any on, on any of the films made yet mm-hmm. but i think he had a hand in canceling a lot of films right or restructuring you know like what we're going to focus on so we'll see we'll see what happens you know we have shazam in a couple of weeks well actually we're seeing it this weekend and then is that it for dc this year yeah because wonder woman's next year yeah 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 so maybe he had some hand in wonder woman but I think Aquaman and Shazam was done before he really had an opportunity to... Didn't we report... Oh, this must have been a year ago. Uh, is his name Corey Feldman? Remember he was like attacked for, for going against right. Hollywood? Yeah, maybe, right. maybe this guy's onto something. I mean, what do you mean? It, well, like, you know, sexual misconduct going on, pedophilia going on in Hollywood. And every time he would open his mouth, people would just kind of, I guess, not yeah. take him as serious and say that he's kind of crazy. But, I mean, look what's happening nowadays with what's what's being exposed and stuff. So, right. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely, you know, we're definitely not condoning anything that's happening and stuff. But it's, it is, it is interesting, you know. It yeah, but that Corey Feldman thing seemed to be, I won't say the word fake, but you know. It was. Because then he say like he was stabbed with like a spoon <laughs> or something. So I wonder what uh yeah what DC's going to do. Well, I don't know. I don't know how how much it'll affect anything. No, but you made a good point. When he did come on board, Aquaman was already done. Wonder Woman was already done. It seemed like the only major decisions that he did, I think, were was just saying, "Hey, we're not we're not going to do these cup." Like they were slowing down a little bit, right? I think that was like right. well, the major thing. I, you know, Cyborg was more or less canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightwing, I think, is shelved. The Joker movie with Jared Leto, I think, was shelved. Right. Um, oh, oh, we have Joker coming later to see if it's right. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's, uh, it's curious to see what's going to happen. Because I feel like DC's found its footing. Yeah. And maybe we'll, well, we'll see what Shazam does. <laughs> yeah. Well, DC's in a good spot now. Like, you know, how you and I think what the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe is going to be like. If it's, if it's their time to strike, now's the time to do it. Exactly. I think, yeah. Exactly. I think, I think you know, we've talked about when's the first superhero bomb going to be? Well, no, because DC's been kind of bombing, but when's the first Marvel bomb going to be? And we'll probably get crap. Well, I'll probably get crap for this because it's just my opinion, but I think Captain Marvel was there first. Oh God, I mean, it made a lot, <laughs> I know it made a lot of money, but, and we'll talk about that later in the show, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just, I don't think it's that great of a movie. Yeah. I hear you. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So good luck or whatever to the new WB president. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Alan, you know what time it is. It's time to hit it. <laughs> yeah. It's time to hit it. <laughs> I dropped it. I dropped it like I do living on the prayer. <laughs> you did. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Captain Marvel, Alan. All right. Weekend box office numbers for this past weekend, the second week of Captain Marvel's opening. Captain Marvel was number one again, earning $68 million domestically, 265 total domestically for uh, seven, a total of $790 million wow. worldwide. Wow. Yeah, almost $800 million. That's a lot. Wow. <laughs> worldwide. Uh, the second place was, I think it's an animated film, Wonder Park. At fifteen point eight million, and third place was Five Feet Apart, which I think is one of those team team drama thingies. Five Feet Apart bringing in thirteen point two million. Holy smokes! Now, so surprised Captain Marvel did well this weekend. It really had nothing going up against it. They really don't think anything huge is gonna. Well, maybe this weekend that that movie Us, that horror movie, yeah. appeal. But we'll talk about that later. Yep. So that's our box office number. So Captain America continues to do well worldwide. Eight hundred. So seven hundred ninety. You think we talked about this last week? You think it hits a billion? No. You think this is the last big week or weekend of it? Yes. Okay. You're, I mean, you might be right. I'll, I'll tell you now. this. I've, you know, after watching a big movie, you know, I'll give like you know a week or two to pass. I've asked everyone if, they, if, if they've been seen. A lot of people I know have not seen this movie. And the people that have seen it don't talk highly of it. And so I don't know where all these people are coming from. And I told well, you, my, my theater was almost empty when I saw mine. Yeah. And this is the thing about the box office, like how it really has nothing going up against it. Because I bought the AMC A-list. Oh, yeah. Uh, like two days before Captain Marvel came out. Because I thought I'd be seeing, you know, all these movies a lot. And I haven't, I've used it. I've used it once in two weeks. Hmm. And when I had movie pass, I was going, I was going two or three movies a week with movie pass. And I've had this thing for two weeks. And even like, I'll get out of work. I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll go see a movie. And I'll look, I'm like, there's nothing on here. I even want to see for free. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, you know, the closest I come is battle angel Alita, you know? Yeah. I'm uh, surprised we haven't seen that one yet. That one looks interesting. Well, I, yeah. I can't find the time to go. That's the thing. Like mm. I want something that's, that's, that's playing. Like as soon as I get out of work, so I don't have to wait around. I hear you. Um, but anyway, so yeah, yeah, I haven't used my AMC. I could probably could have waited a month before I bought it for April, you know. But whatever. Cool. So yeah, all right. Uh, Jonathan, Sony is planning several Spider-Man-related TV shows. So, with the super success of Venom, and obviously the Spider-Man movies that are coming out, they just won. What was it? Best animation. Right? Was is that what Best it was? animated film? Yeah. Best animated film. They are going full steam ahead. The chairman of Sony Pictures, Tony Vinci Cara, maybe that uh, they have plans sure. for at least <laughs> the next seven to eight years worth of products. They're also going to be leaning more towards on the TV side for Marvel product, which they haven't done yet. So what do you think they're going to do? I mean, are they going to be fleshing out more? It's in, you know, Spider-Man is one of those singular heroes. What? What? More bad guys? Uh, you think TV show like cartoons yes. or like live they, action? They didn't specify just they're going. They're going to have a Marvel product on television in addition to the movie universe as well. Huh. Well, huh. that's a good question. Oh, what, you, like second tier? Like, 
Well, Silver the thing Sable. is, they probably won't. They're not. I mean, they're probably not going to use Peter Parker, right? Because he's with Marvel. He's with Marvel. What do you mean? Right. You know, Sony and Marvel have that oh, deal. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Well, I think it's so, only for three three films, right? I don't know. Well, I'm not sure, but maybe it's Miles Morales. Oh, good point. Or maybe they, you know, maybe they make a series out. Of, no, they'll probably want to make more movies out of the Spider Verse. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe Spider Gwen gets her own. I mean, he does have a. I mean, you haven't read Marvel Comics a while. There is like a whole Spider family at this point. Yikes! There's someone called Silk. There's Spider Woman. There's Spider Girl. You know. Oh my God! I hope they get Peter Porker or the cartoons there. I watched the crap out of that. <laughs> okay. Did you see the movie yet or no? I haven't. <laughs> you know, I just saw it is available for digital download, so I mm-hmm. I may uh, do that this weekend. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, they can't keep doing vill- villains, right? Yeah, I just thought it was a. Uh, so it was Sable, maybe they give her a shot. The mercenary, maybe Black Cat. I don't know. Maybe Black Mary Cat. Jane's version of Models Inc. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if they did like a uh, like a soap opera ish superhero thing. Oh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Where, where more like a Melrose thing. Except they have superpowers. Right, right. But but except that's taking Jake, like a backseat, you know? Yeah. Like except the, Jake has superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a Jake. <laughs> Jake. Yes. Jake. All right. All right. Well, we'll see what they do. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, here's some great news. I don't know if you heard out, but I was not a big fan of The Last Jedi. What? Yeah, I know, right? Shocking. <laughs> to the point where I'm not even excited about episode nine because I'm like, I don't know where to go. Like, where are they taking the story? Yeah. Because Ryan Johnson so effectively ended the story. Yeah. I don't know what episode nine is going to be about. So I'm really not. I mean, of course, I'm going to see it. Of course, I'll see it opening weekend. But I'm not like hyped for it like I am for Endgame or anything like that. But news came out this week. Uh, we already knew that the Game of Thrones showrunners and creators of the show, David Benenoff and D.B. Weiss, were doing a Star Wars trilogy of their own. Well, it's rumored that the uh, trilogy, their first movie, will start filming this fall. And that it is set to t- take place during the uh, Star Wars like Old Republic era, which is like a thousand years before a new hope begins. So, um, you know, made famous, I think in video games and maybe even books as the Knights of the old Republic. Yeah. Which is awesome. And it's said to, and again, there's all rumors. It's said to be a combination of star Wars meets Lord of the Rings, which makes sense because they did game of Thrones and I am on a super game of Thrones high right now. I'm rewatching the series, um, because the new season's coming out in a couple of weeks and it's such a good show. If they can bring that kind of writing and excitement that they bring the Game of Thrones to a Star Wars universe, I'm going to be hyped. And this is going to be for Disney Plus, huh? No, this is going to be. Well, I don't know. I think it's theatrical. Because wow. remember, they, they're getting a trilogy. Ryan Johnson got a trilogy, and these guys got a trilogy. We're assuming it's four. Would you be he, okay with a Star Wars universe rated like an R? Our, yeah, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I'm over 18. <laughs> what do I care? You rated X. I don't care. I'm going. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> wow, man. I'm just I'm sitting here thinking about like Star Wars with a Game of Thrones theme to it. Ooh, that sounds juicy. First of all, we have to look online because there has to be someone that took some of the Game of Thrones sword fighting scenes and turned them into lightsaber scenes. Yeah. Someone had to have done it. <laughs> oh, for sure. So we'll just take a look at that and be like, oh, I am real. I read this. I was so excited. It's like 
I was like, oh my god, because I, I totally, because I am, I am no way excited for the Ryan Johnson trilogy, and episode nine, I'm like, yeah, but this got me so, because I mean, you have no idea how much of a Game of Thrones high I'm on the past two weeks, because I've just <laughs> been rewatching, been watching the whole series, and it's such a good show, yeah, uh, and I just hope they bring all that to to Star Wars and. You know, and, and it's free of the, you know, as much as I love the Skywalkers a lot, it'll be free of all that. It's, we'll learn, I'm assuming it's about the older Jedis and stuff like that. You know, like, you know, what the Jedis used to be and all that. So, do you remember that? It was for a video game. I think it was a Knights of the Republic video game. It was a trip. It's where this, like, the Sith ship crashes into the Jedi Temple. Oh, yeah. And they, and all these Siths come out and they, they fight. And, like... I don't, if they do a live action version of the story behind that, I'll be happy because that was a great thing. So. That's very cool. Yeah. And if you want to catch up with Game of Thrones, Jonathan and our pal Jay, they're doing, you guys are doing a, what, like a, kind of like a rewatch well, doing, now. And then we're doing a rewatch of season seven. Yeah. So we do an episode, we do a show for each episode. We're on episode five, I believe. And it'll lead up to the, the beginning of season eight which is the final season. And we're going to be doing a discussion after each episode of that season. Oh, uh, until then. Yeah. It's called Gab of Thrones. All right. There you go. Gab of Thrones. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Quick hit. The reason why I think Captain Marvel won't make any more money, Jonathan, is because Us is coming out this weekend. Us, the scary movie by Jordan Peele is coming out. Uh, the trailer came out it frightens me to death. It looks so freaking scary. So right now it is tracking for $60 million this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Quiet Place came out last year at $50 million for its opening weekend. So this one's tracking to do a lot better than that. I'm excited for this one. You saw Get Out? I did see Get Out. And I don't consider that a horror movie, but... Not at all. Yeah. So I'm curious about this Us. This Us. First of all, Us looks scary as crap. <laughs> And you know I don't do these kind of movies, but this premise where they're being hunted or whatever by themselves, yeah, like I'm like, what is going on here? So I might actually go see this. No, no way. Well, I'm gonna let you see it first and tell what? me how scary it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Quiet Place wasn't scary. You said it wasn't scary. You know, and that's not. A, I don't know if a Quiet Place was labeled a horror movie, but it, that definitely wasn't scary at all. No, but I don't know. I'm really curious to see what is the. You know, what's the explanation behind why they're being haunted or hunted by the by doppelgangers or whatever? You know what I mean? Did you see the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers back in the day? I didn't, but you know, the title's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it was kind of like <laughs> I mean, I remember as a kid, it. I don't remember being scared by it. I just well, not scared, maybe a little frightened about it. Did you watch like the 1950s version of it? Or yeah, the, yeah, I saw the original yeah. one. It, it, it was it was creepy. Yeah, I wouldn't mm. call it horror. But this trailer of us looks downright freaking like. Oh man, you don't think it's you don't think it's something stupid like aliens, do you? I do. I don't know. No. I don't know. I mean, I think I think Jordan Peele is trying to b- build himself up as a as a really good you know director. And well, his his well, the funny thing is he's was made pop from King Peele, which is a very funny sketch show. Yeah. That was on Comedy Central. And now he's delving into this horror thing with us and then he you know would get out and he's also a producer and part a part creator on on the Twilight Zone that's coming back. Yeah. On one of the streaming services. And yeah, so he he's really at the side of him 
that enjoys the horror, and it seems like he knows what he's doing. His his is a good kind of horror. It's not the gore. Yeah, it's all psychological. Yeah, and that's why I kind of want to see this one. I kind of don't because if it's as good as I think it is, it might it might like exorcist me, like screw me up for a couple of days. <laughs> you know what? I don't think it's going to be like even like the movie The Conjuring, which I thought was a good movie. I don't. It doesn't have. It, yeah, it was scary, but it wasn't one of those can't sleep at night kind of things you know i don't think us is uh, us is going to be that i think it's going to be like a a scary concept but i don't think it's like oh i can't go home at night kind of thing well like i said i'm really curious as to the premise like what right. really is going on all so right. i'll let you see and you tell me if it's all right if i go see this i'll see it at like 10 a.m on saturday morning <laughs> it's probably the safest spring. way that's right <laughs> okay uh, yeah all right all right Quick. alan terminator 6 has officially got a title it's called terminator 6 dark fate Release date is November the first, twenty nineteen. Uh, Tim, it's being produced by Cameron, James Cameron, and he um, had a direct hand in what's going on. And it's directed by Tim Miller, who did the first Deadpool movie. It says it's said to take place. Well, it takes place after Terminator Two, in regards of canon. It's kind of ignoring all the other movies after Terminator Two. Hmm. Sarah Connor is back, Linda Hamilton, and plethora of other people. Excellent. Are you excited for this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Arnold's like 90 now, right? <laughs> he looks good, though. He's in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's he looks all better than I will his age. I, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm excited. I don't know. I mean, I've watched all the other ones. I'll probably watch it. You did? You, you've seen the, the, the last couple ones? Oh, yeah. I saw all, I've seen them all. Yeah. Terminator okay. 3, Terminator Salvation, Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Hmm. I tapped out. Salvation was good. Genesis was there. It was all right. Uh, they just retconned a lot of stuff. Like, and uh, that guy, the guy that played Boomerang Suicide Squad, he was in a Jay Courtney, I think his name is. No offense to the guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I don't understand why he keeps getting roles. <laughs> okay. No. Nice. Anyway, that's yeah. just me. All right. Nice. Click <laughs> More, more Captain Marvel news, Jonathan. Confirmed yeah. by uh, Mr. Kevin Feige. Whether you like Brie Larson or not, Kevin or Feige. Doesn't. <laughs> Kevin Feige wants Brie Larson to be the face of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She has signed on for seven films. Seven! He, he said having oh, him introduce stuff. Brie Larson to Comic-Con was foreshadowing not just to the audience, but for here on out to lead the entire cinematic universe. Boy, talk about like, why are they trying to shoot? Why are they trying to make her? Why did they choose her to put their, all their eggs in that basket? Yeah. That bland-ass basket. <laughs> <laughs> That's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even... Oh, speaking of bland asses. Wow. I rewatched, I rewatched the uh, Endgame trailer, and in the part where she's in it with Thor... Yeah. They do a shot from behind, so you see Thor's face. Yeah. I think, she, I think that's one of the scenes they use the butt double for. No. Oh, she got a little bump in, the, in that trunk that wasn't there in the first movie. Doing squats. Remember we did that whole story about them looking for a butt double? Yeah, and yeah, because even when I watched Captain Marvel, I was looking for the butt, and it wasn't there. So maybe <laughs> it is an endgame. I saw it that. And then Not. secondly... Um, You're such an ass. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think... Watch the trail again, and there's a little, there's a little bump going on there. Interesting. Interesting. That's funny. So, so technically, when Chris Hemsworth says, I like her, he's talking to the butt double. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. Uh, yeah, it's weird that they're, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why Captain Marvel has become this thing. 
I don't get it. They're doing fine. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Iron Man, maybe at the time he wasn't. I mean, because he wasn't like the main character when when the first Iron Man movie came out, right? I mean, he was known, but he wasn't like the main thing. But Captain Marvel is, is like, boy, I mean, that was just a very unsuccessful comic book. It's, yeah, all seven times they rebooted it. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 really unusual why they picked that particular character, or know. maybe they're just writing on, hey, Brie Larson, she's an award winner. Let's build around her because of that versus the the characters that she's playing. Well, if if you figure the three heavy hitters, the War Cap and Iron Man, are whatever done retiring, whatever they're doing with the actors, and they don't want to recast them, they got to do something because. I don't, you know what though? I wonder if plans will change because now they have the excellent Fantastic Four back. Because remember, all this was put into motion before. Ah. They knew they were getting these guys back. Because, right, right. You know, you got to say to yourself, well, we barely have Spider Man. We're retiring Thor, Iron Man, and Cap. Who's going to be the face of Marvel movies? Right. Well, take a Cap Marvel, and then a year and a half later, they're like, oh, by the way, you might be getting excellent Fantastic Four back. Kevin Fine's like, son of a. <laughs> <laughs> huh. We'll see. That's a good point. Maybe that's the reason why they went with these bland, uh, like the Eternals and and the Captain Marvels. Maybe they did that by design. Well, remember remember that big Comic Con a few years ago where they announced their whole slate. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and Inhumans was going to be a movie, and yes. we were like, we were all like Doctor Strange in humans. What are yeah. they doing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And then they they, they took the humans out. So I don't know. I remember, I think, if any were supposed to be two movies or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, I guess technically it was, but... Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. So, I'm... I, I don't know. I can't, We've been saying this for a while. I think they're going to make a big splash at San Diego Comic-Con this summer. I think they would have to. They have to announce plans for what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were silent last year. They didn't go last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, at Comic-Con, I think... Spidey opens in July, so Comic-Con might be right before it opens. Mm-hmm. And then you, you would think you'd see the logo for Black Widow, Eternals, like all the stuff they've been teasing us. Captain Marvel 2, I'm assuming. Right. Like, I, I would hope they put up a timeline like they did a few years ago with the different movies so we can get a clearer picture on all this. Shang-Chi. Right. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I mean, I guess. And if you look at that slate of movies, it kind of makes sense it'll be Captain Marvel. Right. Because she's out of Shang-Chi, Eternals. You know, she's probably the well, most well-known. I guess. I guess. Okay. Quick okay. Uh Speaking of Marvel, Island, which we tend to do a lot, <laughs> uh, Marvel has announced that Marvel movies, whatever they're called, studios, has announced that what we've called Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3 uh, of the movies, just combining them all now. So every movie since Iron Man to Endgame will now forever be known as the Infinity Saga or Saga, depending on where you're from. I think they're just pre-branding it so that after Endgame, like everything's going to be like the Blu-ray edition of the Infinity Saga. Oh, and all 22 movies for a billion dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think I think they're just branding the Infinity Saga or Saga name right now. Right. Which also leads you to believe that these next, whatever comes after, you know, is it going to be, let's say, Secret Invasion? You know, they'll, they'll brand it the Secret Invasion saga right. or the Scroll saga or something. So I think they're they're just, you know, they're just doing a, a form of branding. But I'm glad because I, I'm glad they're doing that because I could never get, tell the phases apart. Yeah. Like, what's, what's phase one, what's phase two, what's phase three? So I like it. Just like they called the snapping 
what do they call it? The decimation? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's sick. Yeah. Good word. So the Infinity Saga. Yeah, but you know what, dude? I, I'm going back to Captain Marvel again. She just does not belong in Endgame. You know, even the trailer, it's like I don't want her there. Because if they're going to create that separation, well, then have her start in the next phase, like totally separate from Endgame. Why does she even need to be there? Not unless she's the reason why they're going to win. And we don't want that. Okay. Yeah, so we, we don't make the movies. We just watch the movies. Right. That's true. I, I don't know. I'm trying not to, because every time I think about Captain Marvel playing a huge major role in Endgame, it makes me sad and less excited to see Endgame. And I don't want anything to take away from that. I hear you. Okay. It's going to be Take good. this from me. It's going to be good. <laughs> be awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Jonathan, did you ever read the book Batman Year One? Uh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Uh, well, the same creative team, Frank Miller and John Romano Jr., they're re-teaming again for now Superman Year One. And it will be a three-issue book, and it's going to be kind of like the Batman one. It's going to be a retelling of, I guess, the origin of Superman and life as a kid as he uh, as he grows older. They be sure it's as a kid or his first year as Superman? Well, they have pictures of the comic book covers. And a couple of them look like he's like he looks like a teenager. Oh, okay, and maybe Superboy, Superboy-ish. Yeah, he's got his underwear on. You know, I guess they put mm-hmm. that back. The last one I read that I that I really enjoyed was their Dare, Daredevil Man Without Fear. That was really good. That was back in the early '90s, I think, though. Right, and then there was um, well, Frank Frank Miller did uh, Dark Knight, of course. Well, the thing is, in Dark Knight Returns, his Superman is very. Not a not a great guy. <laughs> so I hope he does. Uh, hope he does gives a little bit more justice in, in this. But Frank Miller, that's a first of all, Jr. Junior. He's fantastic. You know, I love him. Yeah. And Frank Miller. So yeah, it should be a, should be a good book. Should be. Good. And Batman Year One was really good. I'm telling you, man. DC DC's doing something special. They really, really are. They're they're. We we had a a podcast about you know how do you make comics great again. This is how you do it. You know, yeah. you, you get a good writer, you get a good artist, you get a good story, and you just do that. And and I think it, it brings in the old the old comic book readers like you and I to do to pursue something like this. I think this is a good move. It's a very good move. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, Bendis putting Bendis on Superman has kind of put a jolt of energy into the book. Whether you like Bendis or not, he's still got a great reputation. And this is what I like. I like I like that DC and is really utilizing creators that are known for creating good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so hopefully they keep it up. Absolutely. Especially if you've been out of out of the books for a while and you're not familiar with, you know, who the hot writers and artists are today, you can't go wrong with Frank Miller and, and like you said, John Romano Jr. Uh, I like their mm-hmm. show. Okay. So it's coming out in June, right? Si, senor. Issue one is June, and then does the skip July and go to August? Yeah, I think it's every other month. So number two in August, number three in October. There you go. That's a that's an odd looking cover though. That year one, number one. It is with that small S. Yeah, and he's got his bangs he looks emaciated. <laughs> he does. Yeah, that doesn't look like John Romano Jr. Though that's odd. Yeah. Did he do the cover? Maybe he didn't do the cover. I don't know. Did you see that third cover where he's holding the Daily Planet? That's an awesome cover. Yeah. Look at his eyes. <laughs> I like John Romano Jr. because there's a time period where everyone was trying to draw like Jim Lee. Yeah, and he wasn't. he's like, hey, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm he's doing a lot my older own than thing. we think. He's a lot older than we think. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Oh, did you see, speaking of Jim Lee, did you see he posted the first drawing he ever did at a con, uh, like a request? He posted a picture, and it's a Guardian, you know, the Canadian superhero from Alpha Flight. Okay. And it was like 1980-something. He charged $15 for it. Wow. $15. <laughs> and he's like, I would try to do 10 a con. I thought walking out of a con with $150 was awesome. I was wow. like, oh. I said, did you not know you were Jim Lee, Jim Lee? You're right. <laughs> Don't you your own skills. And I, then I was like, I wish I was at that con. I'd probably be cheap, like 15. I ain't giving him 15. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, because Question was doing everything for free for us. Yeah. Right, anyway, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, I took that little side note. But yeah, it's a great looking guardian, too. I was like, man, I would love a Jim Lee guardian. Uh, all right. <laughs> Alan, the long-running Spider-Man newspaper comic strip mm-hmm. is coming to an end. It premiered its last Sunday strip, which is usually the one in color, this past Sunday, March 17th. And the last official strip will be March 23rd. Now, King World or whatever syndicate that runs it or whatever says that he'll they're going to reprint older ones. But they said it might be back. There might be Marvel. It said Marvel strips, so maybe it'll be different heroes. I don't know. The strip started in 1977, so it ran for 42 years. With uh, Stan Lee and John Romano Sr., I believe, were doing the writing and the artwork on it. And eventually Roy Thomas took over for Jim Lee and artist Alex Savinick. Savuk, Savuk, maybe. And they're the last two to finish it up. So this Saturday will be the last Spider-Man newspaper comic strip. Which, not to be me, but I was kind of shocked because I thought, with the decline of newspapers in general, I thought a lot of these strips were were going to be over. Yeah. Um, did you ever read, yeah. Did you ever read the Spider-Man strip growing up? You know, I did read them. Uh, it wasn't something that I was, like, really looking forward to. You know, it's Spidey, so you'd read it. But I always found the stories in there, like, maybe not as exciting. I mean, I mean, it's hey, it's it's tough. If you're doing, like, something daily to read a comic book or a strip in, in three panels, it, it's pretty rough. But it was, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I used to read it, but it was, like, boring because nothing would happen. It's Because right. it's three panels. So, yeah, um, it's kind of sad, though, to see it go, because especially since it's like Stanley wrote it for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Quick hit. Jonathan, Stranger Things. You watch that show? I do. I love Stranger Things. <laughs> I find the show, too. Rack. <laughs> I finally watched season one. I like it. It, it. it took a while. Like, I had to get through, oh, I don't know, maybe the first three episodes and then it, it it finally hit me like, okay, this is pretty good. Anyway, season three trailer hit, and holy smokes, it is it is such a good trailer. So if you haven't watched it, check it out. The music in it is great. It makes you want to like. I'm really anxious for season three now, and I still have to go through season two. So it looks good. Cast everyone's getting older. It's pretty interesting. So and they kind of touch upon that as well in the trailer. So I'm not gonna ruin it for you but the watch a trailer if you're into stranger things definitely worth a watch and it got me excited for it uh season three starts july 4th oh okay you, you have time to watch season two yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah season two is good too season one is really i'm surprised it took you this long to get on board with it stranger things again <laughs> and it's all about dnd i told you about that right it's all about the what it's all about D and D, Dungeons. Oh, D and D. Oh, speaking of D and D, sorry. Yeah. Thank you for Hint. reminding me. Sorry. <laughs> Read what uh, you write. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of twigs back. Uh, we mentioned that there's going to be a D and D version. Well, the pre-order of the starter 
kit of Stranger Things for Dungeons & Dragons starts May 1st. So if you want to get on board, do it now. Not only that, but I believe the Dungeons & Dragons product line, right now they're doing like these massive sales. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons, check out Amazon.com. A lot of them are 25% off right now. So yeah, now's the time. to. If you want to get into it, I guess now's the time to do it. Did you get your books yet or are they still coming in the mail? Oh yeah, the what were they called again? It was like the Young Adventurers Dungeons and Dragons. It's like for the intro to D and believe the first book is not coming out till July, and then the following one coming out in October. Wow. Yeah. So I ordered. Cool. Yeah, I'll give a little review on that. All maybe. Right. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll just roll my dying great characters. In my... <laughs> All right. Quick it. <laughs> Alan, and they're giving that a sequel news. Um, <laughs> Transformers Last Night, K and I G H T, is getting a sequel. It made it's the least. Uh, if you don't count Bumblebee, out of all the thousands of Transformers that Michael Bay did, it made the least amount of money, but it still made six hundred and five million worldwide. Wow, that's the least amount of Transformer money. Anyway, let's get a sequel. They're going to do probably that one and a Bumblebee sequel. Crazy. And in, in Bumblebee news, they're saying they're going to try to make it a little bit more Michael Bay-ish. What? Which I don't know if I would do that. I thought the success of it was the fact that you could tell the Transformers apart. Yeah, I got this feeling that Bumblebee was probably more like because it was very not Michael Bay. <laughs> well, you know, again, Alan, we're... We're sitting in our homes uh, talking over the computer while these people are <laughs> wheeling and dealing with millions of dollars. What do we know? So obviously they know more than us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so uh, did, did you punch out of the Transformers at any point? Or I punched see? out after the – I want to say maybe the second one. <laughs> I punched out halfway through the first one. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I've actually seen them all. And I said this before. I couldn't tell you what any of them were about. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen them all, yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm not excited for the next one, but for whatever reason, I'll probably wind up seeing it. All right. All right, quick hit, quick hit. Alan. Yo. It's reported that Ezra Miller, who plays The Flesh, is working on The Flesh grip with, of all people, Grant Morrison. You excited about that? Yeah, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Grant Morrison is the bomb. <laughs> yeah. If um, I know you'll have the DC Online, which I'll talk about in a second. He wrote the Doom Patrol for a little bit, and a lot of the stories from the TV show are pulled from his writings, and it's really good. I'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, you know, I think we talked about in our favorite storylines, you talked about Graham Morrison's run on Justice League. Yeah. The dude just, the dude knows how to write. So I don't know if he's written any movies before, but I'm curious to see how he does with The Flash. The thing is, I was thinking about this. I don't, when he wrote Justice League, he didn't pay a lot of attention to The Flash. So it's not like there's a Grant Morrison Flash story where I'd be like, oh, yeah, he could do a good job with the Flash. Right. So I'm curious to see what he does with this. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I I'm telling you, man, DC's doing something right. Yeah. I hope, well, I, let, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Why are you not so confident? Hold on. What? You don't feel as confident? Well, I just... Uh, yeah. You know, I can, you know, if comic writers could transition to movie writing, well, wouldn't they all be movie writers? I mean, yeah. look how, look, let's put it this way. Look how good a writer Jeff Johns is in comics. 
and he's been helping the DC Universe for a while, and you know he's got to take some of the blame for the for the for the crap that's been put out there. You know. Yeah, that's true. So, I and I'd hate to, for not that tarnishes. Look, I love Jeff Johns. His JSA revival was one of the best things I ever read, and his Flash was fantastic too. So it doesn't take away from what I think of him as a comic book writer, but I would hate for Grant Morrison to really go all in on the Flash thing and for it to be a dud. Hmm. You know. Right. Okay. Well, hopefully it will. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Go ahead. Go Speaking of Grant Morrison doing Patrol, uh, DC Universe Online is doing a special, Alan. They're offering for free the first three episodes of their original series, Titans, Doom Patrol, and Young Justice, uh, for free until March 29th. All you need to do is download the app and sign up, and you can watch first three episodes of each of those series. Right on. Until March 29th. Now, my thing is, if they're going to give you access to the first three episodes of each of the series, why not just give you access to the whole site for a week or whatever, you know? Eh, I don't know. But anyway. Now, uh, I don't think we talked about this on this show, but I am not a fan of the Titan show. I have okay. a lot of reasons I'm not going to go into. If you okay. want to know my reasons, you can listen to, I guessed it on Jay's uh, podcast uh, stuff you don't need to know where we did a Titans wrap up and I let all my feelings be known Doom Patrol is good Doom Patrol is really good like I look forward to this show it's so and when I mentioned Grant Morrison earlier it's so Grant Morrison like weird it's the hmm. weird side of Grant Morrison which he did with Animal Man when he wrote Animal Man and Doom Patrol when he wrote Doom Patrol and it's just great it's so you know it's got you know the bad guy talks to the audience it's like he he's like you know he he talks like they're in the TV show like he knows the characters are great even their side dude you know how I don't like cyborg yeah how I hate how they're trying to shoehorn him onto everything yeah well he's in this he's in Doom Patrol and he's great the actor's great his characters is great Doom Patrol is awesome awesome and and I love the Young Justice cartoon I've always loved that uh, yeah so um, yeah if you've been on the fence about DC Universe online sign up watch for free and then you know make your decision. Awesome. We got some uh, Harley Quinn cartoon coming out later and Titan Season 2 and the Swamp Thing live action show coming up. Stuff there. (laughs) (laughs) Alan, finally, Bill and Ted Face the Music, the third part of the Bill and Ted trilogy. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter went online and announced that it will be released on August 21st, 2020. Excellent! 20, okay, there we go. Yes, or if you live in Spain, bainty bainty. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, you looking forward to it? Uh, sure. We'll see what happens. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I got nothing planned that day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, you build a Ted. Yeah. There you Fin- go. Maybe they finally saved the world. You know. <laughs> All right. And Alan thus ends Quick Hits, and thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, you stay classy wherever you are. <laughs>